What's up, everybody? We're back. The Book of Boba Fett, Chapter 4. Chapter 4, everybody. Episode 3, Chapter 3, rather. Very divisive, to say the least. A lot of comments on last week's video. Uh, I got to all of them. I responded to every single one of those, and there were a lot of them. Um, but there was a lot of conversation, man. Where's What's happening? What's the motivation for Boba? Are we going to find anything more? What, what's going on with the Power Rangers? Uh, all of it. Why did he let the Wookiee run away? So many questions. Some of them answered. A lot of great stuff in this episode. A lot of great stuff in this episode. A couple things I didn't like, but not as, not as much as, as last week. I think this was a far improvement, but we'll get into it. Before we do that... Do me a favor. You're looking for Boba Fett reviews and you come across this, just show a little bit of class. Will you hit the subscribe button? Just announce. That's all we're asking for here. And then the notification button also. That's really helps out. Um, helps tremendously. And then obviously, if you're already listening to podcasts, do that. Do the podcast on Big Thing and check all that stuff out. But that's that's not why you're here. You're here to talk Boba Fett. You're here to talk about chapter four. So let's get into this thing, man. Let's do it. Let's get into the book of Boba Fett. So as I said, I, I, I like this episode a lot. There's tons, and I was nervous because we, we, we started off kind of where we left off, and I'll get to that in a second. My overall issue with this entire series, what they've done every single episode, but it was, it was so little. It was so little in this one. The, the, this, this gets into more of the motivation, but we start out right away, and Boba's in the back of the tank. He's, he's here we go. We're flashing back. We're getting back to it. What's going to happen? Where are we going to go? Because last, last we saw that... All the uh, Tuscans were, were wiped out by the speeder bike gang, as we as we were led to believe. So Boba starts on a snuffleupagus. He's riding around, and he's like, "All right." And we're like, "Okay, he's going. To, he's going to fight these things." But he's not going to fight these things. He gets the gets the sniper ready, and he's at Jabba's palace. And we're like, "Oh, what's he doing over there?" And then you start putting it together. You're like, "Oh, he's going back for Slave One. He's going back for the ship. He's going back for the ship." But what's he going to do? And we know. That Bib can't see him because when Bib sees him in uh, that scene from Mandalorian, he's like, Boba! And he thinks, he thinks he was dead. Um, So Boba's out there and he's starts to do it in recruiting. He's like, all right, I got to figure this out. How am I going to get my ship back? I got to find a way to get the ship back. How am I going to do it? So he talks to Snuffleupagus and he tells him, all right, we got we to gotta figure this out, buddy. Me and you. So now him and him and the uh, the elephant start doing stuff, and I know it's a panther. Relax, but this part's great. I love when he's he's just kind of getting his thoughts together, and then he and, we, and you hear that faint theme of the Mandalorian, the faint theme, and it looks like it's Din's ship kind of taking off or whatever it might be, and, or landing, and you hear the and you hear the uh, I think it's he's taken off because it's when he finds Fennec, so he's probably taken off. So either way, we hear the music. It's like, okay, we're, we're back to that timeline now. And we also know that it's been a handful of years because he mentions this later on to Fennec that he's, was, it was years since um, he was with the, the Tuscans. But he sees it. Now, the only question, I have a question for you guys because here's, here's the shot when he finds Fennec. And, we, and we, we, we saw the opposite side of that Mandalorian when we just see the boots rescue her. Now, correct me if I'm wrong. Because it might very well be, and I think I'm going to do that a few times in this in this episode. But I remember Filoni and Favreau talking about when they were going to intro Boba that it was the Spurs that he had the Spurs on the 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 Spurs that we all knew and loved, and that's you could hear it. I think I, I am I imagining that, and I don't believe he had the Spurs on 
when he's rescuing Fennec here. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe he did have it and I didn't see it. But I just remember that part. It's not a massive thing. It's just little little details like that sometimes. I'm like, all right, well, they just got rid of that because. Um, but but either way, he, he, he goes ahead and he finds her on the thing. And this is where, so there are a couple, this, this is where I was getting nervous about the episode. Love the fact that he finds her. Puts her near the Bantha's asshole, which he probably could have put her a little close. He put her, probably put her a little farther up. Maybe, but but then again, he didn't know her. He could apologize to her later. I didn't know what you. Were, I didn't know if you were going to be a scumbag or not. So I put you near the Snuffleupagus's asshole. So just to you know, and if and I figured if you were not that hurt, that that would wake you up. But it didn't wake her up because she was out. So this is not the part that I mind. I I I, I, I like this, but what I love so much about the Mandalorian was when she reveals that, you know, Boba saved her, which this, this, this all adds up. I just, in my head, um, thought that maybe Boba had done this on his own or figured it out, but it's fine. He goes and he, what he does instead is he, he finds this shop. Now, what I think they do with this shop, like this, what, what, this guy with the, with the chip thing on his head, it's like, this is the type of stuff that's driving me crazy with this show. These modern characters, like this is a is this a is this somebody that I don't know? Am I supposed to know who this person is? Like, is it a friend of a friend? Is it somebody who walked onto the set and said, "Hey, put a thing on my head, and I'll look around," and then you get this guy. Oh, look at me! I'm goggles. This is a, you know, this is gonna basically say why the Power Rangers look the way they do. Uh. Um, I don't mind the modification stuff. And somebody sent me something this morning. Like, there's always been modifications. Look at what look at look at Bespin. Yeah, I know, but it's just it's a different tone. Like, it looks like out of the Fifth Element. Because I love this whole scene, the idea that he's got to take her to this shop to get her modified, and because she's and 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 look, he's making a gamble. He doesn't know. He might know some stuff about her. Obviously, in 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 the it, he, he she was she was around when he was still bounty hunting so he knows he knows who she is so he knows she's valuable but he doesn't know if she's going to work with him or what she's going to do but he's taking a risk but by doing so he goes in and like this like this is the problem i love this idea that it's it's the same argument that we had last week with a whole bunch of people it's like when those it's not a matter of having those bikes and having clean bikes and it's a matter of do they do they look like they're in a different movie do they look like they're in a different planet all these, none of these people look like they're in Tatooine. None of them. Like the, the people on the left look like they're in, again, Canto Bite, um, something out of, you know, uh, something on, on Hosnian Prime. I, I, anything. This, this, this just doesn't look Tatooine. And then the doctor himself, same thing. Just doesn't, the whole look, it's like same actors, same dialogue, all of it. Keep it. But it's just it, it it threw me off, and it's so this 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 if somebody's like this nitpicky for this episode, one hundred percent out of everything that happens in this episode, this is the nitpicky stuff, no doubt. So if you're about to write, ah, you're being nitpicky, you're right, hundred percent. Didn't ruin the didn't ruin the episode for me at all. Love the episode. It just got me nervous when I was watching it. Got me nervous when I was watching it because aren't you a little old to be in here? It's like. I, None of it seemed it just a same same problem like oh we're gonna do this the whole episode and we don't we don't then he gets to work he fixes her up cool scene where you see, I loved the shot by the way 
when you see the blood and everything as it's as it's fixing her up and 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 then he he says no i'm not going to cover up my art get out of here she wakes up they have a great conversation we start to get a little bit more of the idea of why now boba we, that's the question we people keep asking and i don't know how satisfying an answer it is but we got an answer as far as why and what he wants to do and fennec says it at one point it's not in this particular scene but she says it in the episode she says what we've all been saying living with the the tuscan raiders man it got you soft I can't even tell you how many times I read that on comments. People saying that the Boba got soft, Boba got this, Boba got that, and he goes, "Nah, nah I just, I just kind of, I changed my whole philosophy on stuff." And and to be fair, though, tons of people were answering those other comments with that exact response. So that's exactly what happened: is that he just went through things, and he's tired of working for people. He's tired for all that. I still think there's a little bit of an inconsistency of the Boba Fett that we saw in that episode of Mandalorian, um, and and this one. However, there are glimpses of that Boba Fett from Mandalorian in this episode, um, just raw. But there's still there's a couple of things we'll go over in a second where it does it does always seem that when that Bo- that like it always seems that Boba Fett goes to do something, screws up, Fennec gets him out of the out of the mess, and they say, "Oops!" Like every time, whether it's chasing a he chases down a droid, she stops him, she stops the droid, he takes it, "Oops." He, he's banging up the ship on the wall. Oops. Like, you know, it, 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 lots to go through here. But you just, it's, it's, you just, this is how Boba Fett is now. You gotta, you, you deal with it. And I certainly have. Because there's this conversation that he has and he's just tired of it. He wants, he, he tells her, he's like, I, I, look, I saved your life. She sees it. She, she, I think she responds to being half, you know, or kidneys being, pipes now pretty well and he tells her everything that's going on he, she, he says I'm Boba, Boba Fett she says Boba's dead he's like nah I'm here they have a conversation she says look I'll, I'll, I'm going to work my debt off for you I'll do what you got to do I'll get your ship back so they, they, they get on Snuffy and, they, and they, they, they ride through the desert and then she's then we see the Fennec that we, that we know and love and she's, she starts to she starts to tell him alright let's, let's make this mission and it's a fun mission it's a fun mission when they go into the the palace it's it's fun because we get to see a lot of stuff and we start to see the crew that we don't see at all and we learn a little bit more about that by the way of why people say where's his family what happened to the family it's all gone and then you throw this little droid it's like a mini version of what darth maul had phantom menace i love this sends it around the uh, this was a cool this was a cool scene like doing a survey of the of the castle itself or the palace rather and then he he lets snuffleupagus go it's a nice scene Boba again. Boba loves animals, and it, it kind of shows more so with the with the rancor and everything. But he says, you know, you did you did well. Get out of here. And even Fennec says, I loved the, I loved this scene. This was a great scene. She said, What are you doing? You might still need that stupid thing if uh, this thing that this doesn't work out. He goes, I'm either getting my ship or I'm dying. So just to let you know the severity of the of the mission there. And she's like, All right, that makes sense. And they go in and they do their thing. And I think that that was part of the. A little, a little backwards here, so whatever. Who gives a shit? So he sends off the stupid thing, and then they do a, um, then they do a. The the whole map, the map out. It comes back, show the palace. They they ready for they're ready for their, for the for the mission. But I love, like it's just showing like what how experienced Fennec is and the cool tools and gadgets that she has, wiping down these pipes. It also shows another thing: the the security in Jabba's palace has always been bullshit. 
it is so easy to get into this place, whether you're Luke Skywalker, a big old Wookiee, um, two broken down bounty hunters, you can get into this palace, no problem. So just for future, if you're ever on Tatooine. Uh, loved this scene with the with the grievous droid and and uh, and the you're a feisty little one bringing that droid back. I'm not going to pretend that I know the names. I'll leave that up to uh, Nikki Dimolanta and and Thomas Harper and the rest of the crew to tell us the names of those droids. I'm sure that they know it. I don't. Fennec comes in, slits this thing's throat. Yeah, okay. You want you want to try to do cosplay, grievous stupid? Cut your celery. I'm going to cut your head off. And she does that. She cuts his stoplight head off. It falls on the floor. They think that they've done it, no alarms. And then we see the little droid that we've seen in animation and a whole bunch of other things. And this is, I've got a little, I was a little nervous on that scene. You got Boba chasing around this droid, like somewhat comical. And this is where I was talking about it before, where it's like, here's Boba. And he's like, I'm going to get you. I'm going to get you. And the thing's running away from him. And he's like, he can't even catch the droid. He's moving all slow. And then Fennec goes, come on, let's get this over with. And he grabs it. And then he says his trademark uh, saying, we, we've we've got to get a t-shirt at this point got to get a t-shirt and this it's starting to turn into wwe tag phrase here i am bubba fett is what he says but the thing shuts itself off he calls him a bugger throws him in the trash so um cute little scene but slave one goes to get he got to get he's got to get his ship back and he, the pigs come out try to try to take him out and then the rest of the guards that are no longer part of the palace and working for bib and don't see i love that they don't even show bib fortuna shooting at him trying to get out of there fennec once again boba's like oh, i'm hitting the walls i'm hitting the walls i don't know what to do and she's like you shut up stupid i gotta fight pigs and so she fights the pigs and after she's done fighting the pigs she shoots the she shoots the thing out they get the hell out of there with slave one you know they fly off into the into the sunset um which is a great which is a great scene it was a great way to get get it back and they show the partnership between boba and and fennec and how it starts to play and she's starting to enjoy it so the it from the beginning of the episode where i was like uh oh we're going back to what we did to now getting into these missions and the understanding of the two of them it's like oh man this was a i almost wish they could they could even started with one of these episodes i know they were getting into the backstory of I guess you know what it is, guys, and I haven't gotten a chance to review it yet, but I just finished Arcane, if you haven't seen it. It's just master storytelling. It's just master storytelling. And I'm not going to spoil it for anybody if you haven't seen it, but just the way that they do the two episodes first, and then it leads in, and they're about 45-minute episodes, and then they lead into the overall, what the story's really about. It's just done masterfully. And I, it made me go, oh, man, I wish that there was some stuff done like that in this series. But nonetheless, starting to pick up here, and they get the ship back, and we start to see a little bit more of, of what the hell's going on and how Boba Fennec start working together. And it was a good move here where she's, he's just like, uh, all right, let's, let's take the ship. Let's get the hell out of here. I got to get my armor back. But before they do that, this, then this is the Boba that we've been waiting for, right? I'm like, okay, here, this because I, I was not expecting this. There's the biker gang. And, by the way, I got a flashback to what Fennec says to him, what we all thought, again, going off of these comments, uh, that there's no chance that these bikers took out the Tusken Raiders. And, and Fennec says it as much. He goes, a lot of biker gang taking out the Raiders. That's unlikely. 
It's just kind of a throwaway line, but not really, because it lets us know. We all know the Pikes are are the ones who did it. We all know that they he they just set it up there, but Boba doesn't care. Boba needs some kind of revenge. And he needs he needs he needs something to feel better about it, about the family that kind of took him in. And man, he just starts wiping these things out. Where's where's that? I have one shot. Did I have to forget it? Hold on a second, everybody. Where is it? Oh, I guess I didn't have it. I had a really good... It was a different shot that I had. But anyway, he doesn't even... He, I thought he was going to, like, stop them, maybe take out a few of them, and then question them. No. He just blows them all away. Just destroys every single one of them. Blows them all away. This was the Boba Fett where you're like, okay. It's the same Boba Fett that just whacks Bib Fortuna. By the way, that was one of the things that I'm still... and. And I think they have the conversation later, but we'll just have it now. You guys tell me, because I wasn't that clear. I know that they give us a motivation as far as why Boba wants to take over and that he's done with being a bounty hunter and he wants to, he's, he's tired of taking the orders. He wants to give the orders and he wants to clean it up and he wants to, he's changed. What I don't understand still is he says that Bib Fortuna like turned on him and that Bib Fortuna uh, stabbed him in the back or whatever he said. When and how? Did I miss something? Just because he stole the ship? Is that why? He stole, he, he won't let him in because he said, she said, why don't you just take your ship back? He said, I don't have my armor and it's not going to be as persuasive. And everything that they did for, you know, for Jabba, it's not like they're not going to know who he is. I mean, unless, he, unless this new Boba decides to take his helmet off everywhere, you would assume that back in the day he did too, but maybe he didn't. We never used to see his face, so I don't know. But I didn't really know the motivation as far as still why he wanted to take out Bib. Because you know, maybe Bib would have given him the ship back. I don't know. I didn't really get that. Explain it to me in the comments because maybe I, I, de I definitely could have missed it. But I love that he said he has to do a couple things first before he, you know, he starts taking over Boba, uh, Bib's and uh, Jabba's palace. Goes back to the Sarlacc pit. Now, I'll give him a pass. He was he he had acid poisoning and he was a mess when he got out of the pit. He doesn't even know how he got out, but he doesn't really remember getting out with the with the armor on. And then he was stripped. He doesn't remember because he tries to go back. And I believe that. I, th I think that's fair. I think that's fair that he goes back and says, "I got to go to the Sarlacc pit. I got to check it out." Not a dumb move. What's stupid is going this close. What are you doing? Even even Fennec's like, what are you doing? Why are you going so close? And then the little shop of horrors thing pops pops out, grabs him. Again, you'd think this guy would be terrified of this thing. And it's like, all right, I let you out that one time, and now I'm going to take your whole ship, stupid. But once again, Fennec blows it to smithereens, pushes the, uh, lets, that, lets that button drop. Boba says, don't do that again. Don't push to my button. Don't push the buttons again. Don't do that. But blows the thing to smithereens, finally takes out the Sarlacc. And I did like the little detail that was going on, by the way, in this scene where Slave One's there, and you see the wreckage. It's been years now, and the wreckage of the barge just, when we first saw it, when he got out in episode one, it was still smoking. Now it's just been there. It's like the Titanic on the bottom of the ocean. And I love this. And this is where they have the conversation again about wanting to take over, doing the thing, cutting her in. She wants to be part of it. He offers her a, a deal. He goes, "Look, I'll give you. You can get all the riches. Just come with me." They take Bob. They take Bib out. 
see the scene that we saw. They do what they want to do, and there's the mission. So then we get back into the reality of it all, and the droid comes in and tells the audience, congratulations, audience, you've, you've survived the flashback portion of this show because Boba's healed, and that means no more flashbacks. So that's what we wanted to tell you by telling you that Boba's healed. So Boba is healed. Fennec of today says, all right, we got some things to do. Let's do it. And then my favorite scene of the entire uh, episode is, is, is this Wookiee stuff. And we were all like, I mean, myself included, everybody was like, what are you doing? You letting BK go? What are you doing? Why are you letting, this, why are you letting the Wookiee go? And he's just like a drunk at the bar. How many times have you been in a bar and seen a guy like this? Was just there to cause shit. This guy is just these poor slobs who are who are betting and gambling, they're having the time of their life, and they have no idea it's going to be the worst day of their life in about two seconds. Because this guy is just ready for no reason. It's like there's a scene in The Sopranos where Tony's trying to show his after he's been shot by Junior, he's trying to show his dominance again because he's worried about respect. He just beats the hell out of some poor slob because he's all pissed off and angry, and the guy doesn't do anything. He beats the hell out of him, and it reminded me of this. this, this, He is just pissed off about where he is in life, this Wookiee. And there's this brilliant scene. He grabs the Trandoshan by the the arms, picking him up. He's just wrecked all his boys. This dumb idiot throws a drink on him, thinking that's going to do something. Just leave well enough alone. Take your chips. Take your buddy's chips and get out of there. Except Flashdance comes in and says, hey, hey, cut it out, will you? It's not worth it. And gives the whole breakdown of how he was like a champion and how great it was, but those days are over. And I'll tell you what, Wookiee, I'm going to let you go here. You made your point. I'm going to clear all of those drinks that you just bought and everything you did. I'm going to let you go for free. Just let this guy go. And I love this. He goes, Nah, I'm going to tear his arm off and then just throws him. And I love this moment where Boba's like, eh, it was worth a shot. And she goes, eh, that's Tatooine. That is Tatooine to a T. That's the kind of shit that goes down in these places, classy places. That, like, to me, the, the Jennifer Beals place, yeah, it's it kind of infused with a little prequely Tatooine. But it still feels very much like a part of the higher class of Tatooine than the Fifth Element style things that we've done in, in the beginning of this episode or highly in the last one. thought it worked great, and I wasn't sure why Boba was there at first. Right? I thought Boba was going, okay, so we're going to have... I thought the Wookiee... And I was, I was nervous. I'm like, okay, the, the Wookiee's just there, and now Boba sees him, he walks out, and now it's Boba and, and Jennifer Beale's going to have a conversation. But no, he turns around and he goes after the Wookiee, and he says, hey... Look, I'm going to be honest with you. I'm going to be honest with the audience here. I didn't offer you a job last time because you were a prisoner. You didn't look that tough to the audience. The pigs kind of were fighting you, and you, you you fell into a pit, and then we had you chained up, and then we figured it would be better to just let you run away, and then we'll figure it out because what I figured was going to happen, Wook, was that you'd beat the piss out of somebody, tear somebody's arm off. Now you look like a badass again. So when I offer you a job, the audience is going to go, yeah. And you know what I did? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Love that now Now the Wookiee's like, all right, I'll work for you. I'm pissed off. I need, I need, I need a gig. 
I'm not going to just rip the arms off of people anymore. So he's now he's working with them. Love it. And this is the scene we've been waiting for, man. He's, got, he's sitting at the he's sitting at the family with everybody who used to work with for Jabba, work with Jabba. Fennec gives the speech in the beginning and says, "All right, here's the deal." She breaks it all down, and there's some great moments here where she's as she's having the conversation, and they start to have a conversation, and the the, the bosses are asking questions like, "Why do we got to listen to you?" The rancor comes out, and they're like, "Oh, that's why we're not killing you right now." But in general, what are you doing? Like, why, why do we need to help you? The Pikes, like, they're, they're not after our territory. They're after yours. And Boba gives an interesting deal because Fennec says the same thing. Boba says to him, hey, look, fine. You don't want to get involved? Don't get involved. But if they ask you to work for them and to betray me, you say no. And then you can. And then when I win, you can keep all your territories and keep, and keep it as, but stay out of it. Because he trusts. At first, I was like, "What are you doing? What do you that? What you should tell them is, because the ruthless boba that we were looking for, which we're not getting. This is this is consistent to the character we have seen thus far. The the character that we have seen thus far makes this move and says, "All right, fine, don't betray me, and when I win, and I will, you guys keep your stuff, but I need you to stay out of it. That's what this boba does. The, the ruthless boba that we were." You know, before the the Tuscans says, "Okay, you don't want to get involved, fine." But after I win, I'm taking all your shit. I'm going to take all your shit. I'm going to take all your stuff. So you better get involved and back the right horse. But instead, he goes with the idea of not going to rule with fear, going to rule with respect, and going to do what I'm going to do. And and Fennec even says to him at the end, she's like, "You know, can you can you trust them?" And, and you know, he said, "I love this scene where he's sitting there, he has the whole conversation with him, but." They leave, they take off, and she says, can you trust them? He goes, I can trust them to look after themselves and look after she, they, We're going to war with the, with the Pikes. We're going to war. And it's going to be the revenge for the, for the Tuscans, which they obviously did. It's going to be all this other stuff, and it's going to be a big old war. We're going to really show how much of an a, a, a empire the Pikes have, have built. Now, what we hope, at least I hope, I hope the Pikes are even dug in a little bit more, whether it's with Kira for the Crimson Dawn or, or anything along those lines, which would be fun. But Fennec says to him, you know, he says, we need more muscle. Finally, finally recruiting, recruiting more for the family. We need more muscle. So who's the muscle going to be? Who are they going to get, right? Uh, is he, are they going to ask Mandalorian to help him out? Probably not, because that doesn't, that didn't seem, that didn't seem like what they were going with. He, she said, how many credits do we have? He's like, I got a lot of credits. Or how much treasure do we have? She's like, I got a lot of credits. So we don't have to worry about credits. So they can pay a whole bunch of people, maybe a whole bunch of bounty hunters we haven't seen in the past, or, or who knows? Working with Cad Bane? I don't know. Working with Cad Bane? I don't know. I don't know. Maybe they want you to root for him. It's what they seem to be doing in this one. Um, so there's a lot that could that could be going down. The Rancor is going to come out. The Wookiee is going to be fighting a lot more. So they're they're putting together this crew. And the question is, what are the Pikes going to answer with, right? So this is everything that we were kind of looking for. At least I was. Um, it answered a ton of questions. Some of the answers, I was just like, oh, okay, like I said, the Bib Fortuna stuff and all that other. Um, and, and the modern stuff, it seems like they throw a modern or out of place thing every episode, and I'm just getting used to it. It doesn't devalue my my appreciation for it. I'm enjoying it. The bottom line is I have a Star Wars series I'm watching. Um, and I am enjoying it. I am looking forward to Obi-Wan, obviously. And that's the beauty. That's why someone said to me recently, they were like, you know, oh, this is why I disagree with you when it comes to 
TV over movies because TV, you know, uh, you can get kind of a cheaper chase like you did. And, and then in movies, it's, it's one big thing. And then, then you're satisfied or you're not satisfied. I'm like, yeah, but you gotta wait three years. I waited a week. I didn't love last week's episode. This one I really liked a lot. And if I don't like this series overall and I just think it's okay, I'm going to look forward to Obi-Wan in like a couple of months and then Andor and then Mandalorian. So that's my preference. I'm not saying yours is wrong, but that's that's why when it comes to my point of view on that. Either way, man, this is it. I, th- I thought it was a good improvement. thought it was a really good improvement. I liked the episode a lot. Longer episode, but it, it set pretty well. I thought the doctor scene was too long in the beginning. That was too long. Um, because we know that she's okay and we know that she makes it. So it's not like a, it's it's not one of these things where they're you're like, oh my god, is, is she going to make it through? We know she makes it through. She I mean, so it, I think that that scene was a little long, nitpicky, as I said, nitpicky. Really dug it, really enjoyed it. Thought it was one of the better episodes thus far, maybe the best, might be the best episode so far. I think because of everything that was set up and now that we know where we're going and the fact that, yeah, I would say this is the best episode so far. What do you guys think? I'm sure we're going to have a big conversation about it. Make sure that you do it. And once again, if you didn't already, please subscribe. Please subscribe to that channel. This channel. Not that channel. This channel. Hit the subscribe and notification button. Do that also. All right, everybody. It's the Book of Boba Fett. It's Chapter 3. Thank you for joining me. Comment. I comment back to everybody. Last week, Boba Fett once took me a while to do, but I do it. All right, guys. Thank you so much. I appreciate you. Oh, Sith Council is also tonight, too. Mike, myself, and Steph, 7 p.m. tonight. If you want a full-on conversation with me and not just not just me, me talking to some peeps, that's tonight, Sith Council. All right, everybody.